I have to tell you something awkward about a retreat I was just at, which I won't name by name because that's silly, mm-hmm. um, which I loved. But it was funny because there was a guy there from like a large manufacturing company. And he's like, I wasn't going to do this because we were going to do trust. I thought we'd do like trust falls. And he said this ironically. <laughs> and then we like actually did do trust falls later. <laughs> like, <laughs> very trusting. 100% trusting. I love trust falls. I would trust fall with you anytime. You know, Wendy. we could trust fall the fuck out of trust falls because we're Girl Scouts. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like 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 if there were if that was an Olympic sport, you and I would be really good at yeah. it. Yeah, like, super trust one hundred percent. Yeah, and we like could make up weird leadership games out of nowhere. Like, yeah, we'd be like, fine. <laughs> Find Wendy's keys. <laughs> but you can only use Spanish that you don't know. <laughs> and one of you has to sit on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. We'd be the best. I feel like I have a very specific set of skills, and that includes, like, like icebreakers and, like, ridiculous team-building games. <laughs> Not a place on the resume for that. <laughs> Which is weird. You would think that would be a good thing. Totally. 100%. Deanna Lana's podcast. Wendy and Lana's podcast. Get literary. Get literary. Woo! Hello and welcome to Getting Lit. Alana and Wendy's totally excellent Get literary podcast this is series one season one episode six six of our vaguely romance novel six i know <laughs> focused two-person book club my name alana is alana jesus christ and i am one of your hosts today today we're discussing clean sweep by ilona andrews so wendy how are things going i you're, you're drinking a negroni and coffee like together because that sounds kind of strange it's kind of like one sip this hand one sip that hand pretty much i'm double fisting it you know <laughs> that is i'm always surprised that you can say any like whenever i think of fisted like i just think of something different yeah even if it's like double fisting yeah i kind of feel uncomfortable saying double fisted in mixed company <laughs> Exactly. Especially since like single fisted is really not the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) What other thing is like you add one you add more of it and it becomes less dirty. Like what what other part of the English language experience is like that? Yeah, yeah. Where you double fisting is fine, but single fisting (laughs) (laughs) also single fisting. <laughs> also single fisting. Nobody says that either. <laughs> no one, no one says I single. I'm just gonna single fist for now. Thank you. <laughs> but then, thank you for the opportunity. Right. I'm gonna single fist for now. I'm working my way up. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, well, I made um a drink. I'm just gonna switch straight to drinking. Okay. And since we were talking about your Negronas already, mm-hmm. and I made what's called a silver fizz, mm-hmm. which I which is not a new con- drink. I found it on the internet, but I've never made a drink with egg whites before. Mm. So 
wanted to try it out. And so I and I looked up hair of the dog um, to see if there's an actual drink called that. <laughs> and there's just many things that people have when they have had too many of other drinks, and this is one of them. But it works because it's a hair of the dog drink, and also silver like werewolves. So, oh, whoa, and, so many levels, Lana. Sorry, and I added some silver, um, uh, some lemon zest on top, so it looks like it got peed in, <laughs> which I felt weird putting like on Facebook because that's an important part of this book is, is like werewolves mark, marking their property. <laughs> He's like, this is just how we do it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm handling it. I think you should call it yellow snow. Yeah. I just felt like, man, if I name things like 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 immediately about urine, no one is going to drink that drink. <laughs> Where all the right people are going to drink that drink. Yeah, yeah they're not going to double fist. <laughs> <laughs> double fisting yellow snow. No, no, no. <laughs> this is a family podcast, okay? <laughs> I think we may have lost family back there when we started with the fisting, perhaps. (laughs) That's great. Anyway, yeah. So today, um, I think we're just going to switch this time straight to the the featured book. Yeah. Um, because our because Wendy's rant deals with this book. Mm -hmm. Um, because we have chosen an Alona Andrews book. That is part of the, what is the name of the series, Wendy? Innkeeper. It's, uh, the Innkeeper Chronicles, I think. Right? Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Chronicles. Book. Yeah. Um, so this is the first in a series, and we read it because we both um, love Ilona Andrews. We read her Kate Daniel series. I think I originally actually recommended those books to you, but you were like working your way through all the romance books. You probably would have gotten there eventually. As well. But I do trust your so, recommendations. Aw, that's sweet. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure that that's the right choice. <laughs> but Ilona Andrews is really good. And so we're just going to start the podcast by being really creepy and stalkerish and talking about how much we love Ilona Andrews. Yeah. And an important caveat is that we should mention before we get too far is that Ilona Andrews is not one person, but it's actually two people. It is a um, a writing couple um, who so it's kind of like we're being creepy towards two different people. Yeah, we're trying to be the non-sexual but- partner to somebody else's relationship. This <laughs> 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 is like that weird kid who follows around a couple all the time. Yeah, that's just like they just really wants to talk to the couple about their relationship. Yeah. Doesn't want like, to fuck either lot. of them. They just want to be in like a relationship. With them. Yeah, yeah. Just like, you know, friendly. We're a trio. Yeah. I've many times been that person, by the way. (laughs) 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 Full disclosure. (laughs) I've many times had that person because I'm I'm married. But, like, I I often, like, have friends that are also friends with my husband. And then we go out and and it's like, you're you're always like, should I make the threesome joke? Or is that too weird? (laughs) Usually the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but okay, things things we love about Alona Andrews. Number one, her books are awesome. They're meticulously plot- plotted, and they have really good fight scenes, right? So that good. All that, and the best thing about the fight scenes is that in Alona Andrews' books, 
they almost always serve a plot purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like you just run into people who want to kill you all the time. They want to kill you for, like, specific reasons. Yeah. That's pretty um, awesome. Also, I yeah, mean, the, it's yeah. like, you know how hard it is to write pacing? Like, it's so hard to write pacing. And especially when you're, like, shooting behind a car or something like that, you know, like, I shot a gun behind a car. Like, <laughs> like it could go so <laughs> wrong so quickly. But, like, there's such a great pacing. And there's even, like, parts where they go boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm totally into it. I'm totally into it. Yeah, make that weird gun noise. That's great. There's this one part in Bayou Moon, um, which is the On, on the Edge series. And um, this girl is, like, practicing with her sword and she her sword is like this magical sword that has like blue lightning that comes off of it and she's just practicing and i was like so attracted to her at that moment i'm not even <laughs> i'm not even gay i was just like yes that's very attractive and it was so well written yeah. and yeah it was great her name's cerise she's pretty cool yeah i love i love her plotting cuz even though like with series books you sometimes fight scenes are kind of boring cuz you're like you're not going to kill the main character and you're not going to kill the love interest. Mm-hmm. But if they're still sort of interesting for like the intricacies, like that is really hard. And I totally respect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing I, yeah, I really like about, I should, we should mention at this point that if you would like to hear all the things that Wendy likes about Alona Andrews, she has written <laughs> a full uh, manifesto. <laughs> that is a living document. I will write more if I think of more. <laughs> Because I kept on, um, you know, on my blog, GwenWendy.com, I write about the books that I'm reading. And every single time I got to an Alana Andrews, and I've been reading a lot of Alana Andrews recently, I'm like, do you guys know what's so great about Alana Andrews? Like, do you guys know? <laughs> and I didn't know, like, I feel like I've often said the same things over again. So I decided to just nip it in the bud make an entire post about it and then just be able to move on but yeah so you can read that it's 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 a full-on squee ilona andrews and you can go and read full the full list Mm -hmm. but another thing that i think we both like about ilona andrews is like the dialogue in those books and they're usually kind of first person as well the dialogue and the inner and the inner dialogue are always like super funny yeah Oh man, the inner dialogue is so great. That that's one of the, one of my favorite things about it, where they're like, "That's right, keep coming." Yeah, I'm just <laughs> a sweet little girl, and I don't mean anything. Like it's just it's just like so sarcastic and and lively. Another one of the things that I love about Alana Andrews is that they use um, one uh, narrator for audiobooks unanimously. Like, she's been in, I think she's been in every, she's narrated every book that I've read of theirs. And it's, um, shit, what is her name? Sorry, I'm going to have to get back to that. But (laughs) she's hilarious because she can totally pull that, like, that's right, keep coming kind of of voice. (laughs) It's just so fun. Renee Rodman, sorry, Renee Rodman is is her name and she is great she's one of my favorite narrators for audiobooks 
Um, and the dialogue between two different people. I read online that oftentimes they try out the dialogue, like speaking, <laughs> which I kind of think is really funny. Yeah. Which I really thought about with this um, with this book is that there's a funny thing right at the end of this book, in which um, uh, one of the characters is listening into two of the other characters, a vampire and a werewolf, who are walking out, who both have a thing for the innkeeper. <laughs> And there's like an interchange about from the vampire about how they read up on this planet and that they've read a lot of the romance genre <laughs> and that the vampire always wins. <laughs> and I like I laughed at that. I was like, oh, my God, that is so hilarious. <laughs> like, it's just very like, like thoughtful about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But I think the thing that really sets like Alona Andrews apart from other really funny romance novel writers, of which there are many is her strong female characters who don't have problems with other strong female characters. Yeah. Right? Women can have friends. Yeah. In, in the Ilone Andrews book, strong women can be friends with other strong women. Yeah. Who, who are also, like, smart and attractive. Yeah. I, I love just, like, the all-around relationships that go on here because it's it's totally, like, way out of the norm to have anything beyond the family nucleus or romance but there are like there are multi-generational friends there are co-worker friends there are platonic friends there are you know friends from very different backgrounds and they like actually are friends like it's not like you know, you get into that situation with a love triangle where they're like, oh, if I could only be with what's his name, but I don't really like him, but we're going to be friends. <laughs> you know, that's not there. Like, Kate Daniels is friends with um, her coworker friend, whose name is, forgot it. Oh, the the panther, the panther. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? It's uh, like Joe. I don't know. It, she's friends with yeah. him, and they have never, like, fucked or like shot wayward eyes towards each other like they're just friends which is great i just love that because guys and girls can be friends it happens or like that she's really friends with um that other character who uh is is uh beastkin yeah um who i can yeah like i also i don't remember they both have these spin-off series for some and reason. i know i feel like you did not study andrea andrea this. Andrea and Jim. Jim, yeah, Jim. I love yeah. Jim. He's so sweet. I love Jim. Yeah. And they're just very and 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 their relation and also like like um in the Kate Daniel series um she also befriends like up someone much younger than her and she also has a relationship with someone much older than her which is Aunt B. Mm-hmm. Right? Like she has a lot of different types of friends, right? Yeah. And they're sort of like all sorts of relationships that go on. And Kate Daniels is friends with um, the werewolf as well. The 18-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah. I love and that's that like relationship. Not... Because, like, when I first read it, I was like, mm, boy, girl, she's older, he's younger. Is this going to be a problem? But no, it's totally not a problem. She calls him his her sidekick, her friendly neighborhood sidekick. <laughs> Teen wolf. And it's great because she, like, she also, like, sacrifices her life for him. Like, she also, like, puts herself on the line for him, but there's not anything sexual going on, which is great. Yeah, there's not even any, like, unrequited love, like, going on because, like, he's an 18-year-old. He has no interest in her, (laughs) right? 
And she has no interest in him. Because he's 18. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, okay, so people do it in, in Alona Andrews' books, but they also, like, stay together hmm. for a while. Right? Like, like they're able to, like, be interesting characters while also, like, having kind of complicated relationships. Right? Yeah. Like, they can have, they can like, have friends and also, like, have yeah, a romantic yeah. relationship like it's not either one or the other which is like there's a lot of things in alona andrew's world where i kind of wish was true rather than is true because <laughs> i mean there are a lot of friends that um that i have had who like disappear when they first date someone you know or like yeah, people who yeah can't yeah. be friends because it's a boy and a girl you know and i'm just like why yeah. why <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and maybe this is, like, an element of my upbringing, but, like, I think that it should be fine for men and women to be friends. But in some cultures, like I said, it's not as as normal. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, in terms of other things I like about Ilona Andrews, her worlds are always, like, really interesting. Yeah, they're so imaginative. I mean, she takes, like, she doesn't invent new things, right? Like, there's vampires... And there's usually werewolves or like other types of people, but she she puts all the good things in her world, which is important because the thing that she doesn't have a whole lot of in her world is fairies because fairies suck. Fairies do right? fucking suck. Fairies and elves can go They're, fuck themselves. Exactly. No one wants any fucking fairies or fucking elves. We're, fairies are like the keyboard tie <laughs> of romance novels. Big in the eighties. <laughs> Everyone was putting them in. And they were, like, really, like, cool for a while, but they just are not functional, and they're not very interesting, <laughs> and they just look tacky <laughs> in the book. They're so tacky. You can have a couple of fairies, but, like, fairies are also psychopaths. Yeah. Right? Like, they just don't care about other people. No. In general. They're worse I than vampires. I think I'm vampires. also just... They're worse than vampires. Yeah, and also fairies and elves are like that paranormal creature that so they so the author starts a book with vampires. Okay, great. The next book they introduce werewolves, vampires and werewolves. Okay. The third book she's like shit. What are some other ones? <laughs> <laughs> and so while grasping for straws, we all reach towards fairies and then it changes the whole fucking story and I hate it. I just hate fairies. Fairies can be good, but, like, they usually are not good once you put fairies in. I don't know if I've ever liked a fairy. And by fairies, we don't mean, like, gay people. We mean, like, (laughs) I love many fairies that are gay people. (laughs) (laughs) And I love many fairies that are, like, boats. But I don't like fairies. They're, like, magical people. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the imaginative part of um, Alona Andrews. So the imagination of Alona Andrews, I think that it it really comes comes together because there are two people working it out instead of just one person just thinking on their own because they're really way like well la- laid out. I love how um, the the worlds usually have a reason. Like they usually have some cool backstory behind them like in kate daniel's world how um the how magic comes in waves and it changes everything and then it goes back to being 
all tech and then it goes back to being all magic you know like that's, that's so cool so cool mm-hmm. and there's yeah and every single yeah, one of I them that, that they've made are like solid like that and um there's like certain imaginative depictions that just stay with me like for instance the the first thing i i read in a kate daniels where she talks about her car was just like whoa this is pretty cool because like in in her world it sometimes tech only works and sometimes magic only works and so the car needs to have two engines and one of them is magical and the other one is like just a regular engine and the magical one like makes weird growling sounds and you have to chant to it (laughs) for like 10 minutes to get it to go and it only goes like 30 miles an hour like (laughs) i love that i love it so great no it's perfect i love them so i think we're gonna switch a little bit and we're gonna talk specifically about this book which is clean sweep which neither of us had read before that's part of the innkeeper chronicles of kate daniels and the general idea of it is that um it there's something called an innkeeper which is sort of an intergalactic kind of bed and breakfast (laughs) that you can stay in that will offer you some protection for whatever amount of time that you need Mm -hmm. um and and then it kind of focuses on there's a kind of creepy thing that's eating all the dogs in the area and it's very dangerous and and it involves like a werewolf and then it ends up that that involves some like intergalactic vampires and they have this big battle and then they kill the thing and stuff like that. So spoilers from now on. <laughs> yeah. But so what do you what do you think of the book, Wendy? Um I, I liked it. I it. you know, as much as I love Alona Andrews, this was not my favorite. This was not my favorite either. Um but it was also like first in the series, so like I give her credit. Mm-hmm. I felt like I wanted to read the second book of the series. Yeah, I would say I would read the second book. It was it was also weird because I read it on my phone because they only had ebook and not Kindle, which was a weird experience. Uh, but didn't it feel like a young adult to you? It did. I mean, it especially since like. I don't know. There's something about it was written. I think it's because they set up this love triangle. Yeah, the love so it triangle. felt very YA. Yeah, because there's like, it was like sort of a love triangle, but I sort of like, when that vampire showed up, I thought he was like kind of, I don't know, like kind of dad-like. I don't know why. <laughs> so I like couldn't understand why suddenly he was like all swarthy. Because she feels really her. young, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. She feels like, well, I think because she talks a lot about her parents yeah. and that relationship. And I think, like, and she talks about her house, but she doesn't really, she doesn't seem like a full adult. I agree. Mm-mm. New adult. That's a thing. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Felt, felt almost new adult, you know, kind of trying to figure things out type of stuff. I liked it. I mean, I thought it was very funny and well plotted. It did irk me a little bit that she had to be rescued so many times. Hmm. She was, you know, not as powerful as I would have liked. She's definitely not I, high on the kick-ass list as far as Alana Andrews goes. Like, there's some pretty yeah. fucking kick-ass women in all of these series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's not She's not a very powerful person. Um, and she's very much defined by her relationships to others, mm-hmm. right? As innkeeper, as um, 
as, you know, object of affection, as daughter. She's very much like, you didn't really get a good handle on her. Yeah. Um, I think also, did you also see pictures of the people? Like drawings? Yeah, yeah. There were like these pictures in the audiobook. I mean, not the audiobook, but the, um, the Kindle version. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's another part that made me feel like it was very YA. Um, it's also really short. Yeah, I was, too. it was, it was pretty short. It was, I think it was like 200 pages, Mm -hmm. maybe. And it felt short in that there's really only one battle in this book. Yeah. Um, and there's not really a lot of other kind of things going on. Like there's not a whole lot of world building. And I wasn't sure like what characters were going to stay around for the next one. It seemed like originally like this werewolf was going to be around for a while. But then he gets his armor and it seems like he's piecing out. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird I ending. Was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, where are you going? I thought you were sticking around in the neighborhood. You bought a fucking house. Yeah. You know, I felt like the reason why he left is because she's really young. Like, (laughs) she needs more time to grow up for it to be a serious relationship. And he needs more time to grow up. So. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially, yeah. I mean, it was kind of interesting, that kind of world. I was a little bit, like, not sure about when he, when that random guy in the random shop gives him that armor. I was like, don't take it, man. Don't take (laughs) it. It's probably cursed. It's probably going to make you, like, fight in some weird army that you don't want to fight for. Uh like I was like don't do it this is like this is what you don't do in like you don't go to the bazaar in this like you know universe and then suddenly like take a random bit of armor the the bazaar was cool the bazaar was cool I wish they'd done more of that because when it started I was like wait what we can just go there (laughs) anytime you want and there's a whole bunch of crazy but I did but I did like the idea that she, you know, she's kind of a homebody, right? Yeah. The main character. She's like, yeah, I could travel the whole universe, but, you know, where would I basically get my spaghetti? <laughs> like, I need to sit around in my house with... The house, by the way, was the coolest part. The house part. was so cool. I want to be an innkeeper. That's my new world. That's my new life goal. Yeah, new life goal, become an innkeeper. If you had your own, like like innkeeper house that you could have anything in what would you put in it because it like could do anything you wanted i would have a room that is like one big sofa yeah with, like, like one giant like yeah like so you can make like blanket forts and things yeah and also like like maybe so that the tv would be at whatever angle you wanted so you didn't really have to look at it yeah just like chill yeah. there the perfect reading nook that's also high on my list I think I'd have a bubble bath that also went to the kitchen. So you could just keep on being in the bubble bath and go and like grab something to eat and then go back to the bubble bath. But still in the bubble bath. It's like those those pools that like you can go inside and outside the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except it would be like the sort of thing that I just like swim around to the mm-hmm. to the kitchen and go and like get a ginger ale. And then go back. It's like some sometimes when you're taking a, a bath, you get kind of hungry and tired, and you but you don't want to leave your bath. Yeah, yeah, that is the problem that most people have. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe it's just I think this yeah. story. Um, it started with a great idea, 
And the part that I love the most about it is also the part that is most restricting. Because if you think of like paranormal and urban fantasy books, they're they're moving a lot. They're going places. They're traveling to fun new lands. Like that's that's part of the adventure part of a book. But in this book, she like she's she's so she's an innkeeper to this magical house, and she literally should stay in the the house grounds in order to be powerful if she moves out of it she becomes less and less powerful to the point where she is just a regular human so not a great idea to go to multiple dimensions um but at the same time she has this amazing connection with the house the house has this like personality it can change any room into whatever it wants like so cool and as a homebody myself I am really into that idea because <laughs> I, I don't particularly want to go to many fantastical lands. I I would like to like have them come to me. That's a cool thing. <laughs> and I think that was also something that was like very YA because she goes into great detail on how she redecorated her room mm-hmm. throughout her life. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so teenager to be like, yeah. oh, my God, I can update my, my room and what. But also it's something like universal, right? Like the fact that you don't even have to worry about if a nook makes any sense because mm-hmm. the house will defy physics. <laughs> like, And you get to travel the universe. I mean, why would you do anything besides be an innkeeper in this universe? Like it seems fabulous. Yeah, that's so great. You get to meet all these crazy people. That sounds awesome. Yeah. that to be like completely protected and also be able to like constantly be experiencing new things in the comfort of your own home yes sign me up to that life <laughs> even though it's not like particularly interesting <laughs> reading <laughs> uh i felt like the bad guy was too easy to defeat in the end yeah I didn't like the bad guy at all. He wasn't very interesting. Yeah, he was not very interesting. What did you think of the romance elements? Um, I really liked the werewolf. I did not like the vampire at all. I didn't either. And I couldn't tell if I was just like stupid vampires. (laughs) Are you into vampire? I don't know. Like, usually they're kind of assholes in these sorts of books. They are assholes. Um, Most of the time. Also, I wanted to know more about the uncle. Right, which he spends a lot of time like basically in a coma mm-hmm. throughout the book. But I wanted to know more because I thought he was more interesting than the kid was. Yeah, he was like some weird type of prince. I totally got. They lost me in the whole like werewolf vampire battle, different types of werewolf battle, some other planet, that kind of bullshit. I was like, yeah. yeah, I this is the reason why I don't read science fiction. I read urban fantasy because <laughs> I like the world here. <laughs> um, I also liked the innkeeper guest, the lady that yes. lives in the house. She's in another book. She's in. She, I think, is in um, the Edge series. Not the first one. Probably Fate's Edge. And um, she kills some people. She's also fucking badass. So yeah. she's like the, I the to know niece more. of the really bad guy in um, the Edge series. Oh, 
So these books overlap. They do, yeah. Um, the three people that they heard walking down the, the market square are actually the kids from the Edge series. Because there's, oh. yeah, there's a necromancer and then there's a, um, I think he's a lynx. And then there's a girl. And they, they're grown up in this, in this um, book, but they were kids in the, the Edge book, which is interesting. And I love them. I love those kids. Ah. <laughs> I was a little bit too happy when I saw them. <laughs> <laughs> And they, like, did nothing. But I was like... Yeah, yeah I was like, this seems very specific. <laughs> yeah. That's a good series, too. The Edge series. Yeah, I was just kind of, like, meh. Through a lot of it. I feel like if I read book two, I think I'd be a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. they would give them some more. Because they are short books. Yeah. I did think, like, some of her things were a little bit, like, trying to, like... I don't know, like, kind of, like, feminine... Like, like like make aspects of like homemaking like more like badass because <laughs> like her main like thing is like a broom right mm-hmm. and i was like this is weird like like i don't know if we need to have magic from being able to clean houses and shit <laughs> you know like i was like this seems odd I, I don't know. I like the broom aspect. I um I like the the worthy goal of being both feminine and badass. I feel like too many times there someone writes a woman as badass and that just means that they're a guy, you know. Which doesn't really help yeah. um the situation. So I'm most definitely a woman. <laughs> and I wanna see somebody who um, is badass and also woman at the same time, you know. But they they usually take mm-hmm. like traditionally masculine roles. Um, and it was it was a good try. It was it was interesting. Also, you know, brooms are like historically, you know, uh, like kind of witchy. Yeah, right? they're witchy. They're a feminine power type of tool. You know, um, I liked how it changed into many different things. But, yeah, it was also another one of those things where, like, it was a good idea, but also it hindered the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of restricted it mm-hmm. a little bit in what you could do. Yeah. Um, I like the werewolf. Did you like the werewolf? I thought the werewolf was okay. I was not sure why he continued to be involved. I would have just moved. But it was also his neighborhood. Like, um... As I mentioned, like, he goes around, like, peeing on everything. (laughs) Yellow snow. And apparently, like, the werewolves also ended up peeing on those same stumps or some sort of shit. (laughs) Which I thought was hilarious. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that that was a way that you would deal with that situation. I like that um, she comes up to him and she's like, I fucking know you're a werewolf, dude. Like, you (laughs) you do not hide in it. And I am not some stupid human who doesn't know about werewolves. And you need to fucking take care of it. Like, <laughs> just do what you need to do, man. <laughs> and he was so angry. <laughs> um, yeah, it definitely felt like um, them two were like a lot younger than what we usually do. Because um, 
most of the other uh, Alana Andrews couples are like alpha plus, you know, and they're like basically fighting each other to the death to avoid their relationship, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and that's not here. He's he's like the only problem that I have with werewolves sometimes is that they're they're so cute and angry and furry and loyal that sometimes they just turn into a dog like they just turn into like a faithful soldier and then they kind of don't really have a personality and he was getting perilously close to that (laughs) he wasn't he wasn't like current he wasn't a alpha plus 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 out to take down the entire world yeah yeah i mean i liked him but i also felt like he was more of a friend that then like they were like kind of then they, he just randomly kisses her because he's under the influence of the armor. Oh, yeah. And then they, they, like, have some really great kiss or whatever. And then, but that's about as far as the romance goes in this book. Which also had a very YA thing. Like, if somebody, like, randomly kisses you, you should be able to, like, live your life after that experience. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, there was, there wasn't, like, that much chemistry going on between them. But there was absolutely no chemistry going on between her and the vampire. Yeah, none at all. There was more chemistry going on between the vampire and the house. Or the vampire and the little doggy. Oh my god, I love that Um, dog so much. (laughs) I want it so bad. Um, The innkeeper has a dog that's a shih tzu that her name, is it her? Her name is Beast. And, um, so she's a guard dog and she, um, you know, yaps, 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 yaps at like new people. And then, and then she turns into this giant ass dog. That's like super (laughs) scary. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so fucking funny. (laughs) And they're like, what a stupid little, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like a Disney movie where like. Her, she had familiars, and they definitely had personalities, but in a cute way, you know, like the house mm-hmm. had a personality, the dog had a personality. Yeah, yeah. Broom, did the broom have a personality? Kind of. I don't think so. I mean, the broom was kind of part of the house a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. So, any final things to say about clean sweep? Mm-hmm. No, I mean it was good, but if you were introducing a young person. Or a person who only likes YA to Alona Andrews, that would be a good start. But definitely better, better books out there. More intriguing, more intense. Yeah, yeah. Though I will say that they, the first um, Alona Andrews book, I mean uh, the um, Kate Daniels books, is also a little slow. So first in a series, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Your world world building. Okay, so we're going to switch, and we're going to talk about other things we're reading. So I'm going to kind of head start start us here. Right. Um, so one of the books I read um, with my dad is called Gulp, Adventures of the Alimentary Canal by Mary Roach. And I love Mary Roach. She writes a lot of um, history books. Like I read her book about corpses, and I read her book about the military, and now I'm reading this book. Um, I loved this book. I would not recommend reading this book on a full stomach because it's a lot about like <laughs> – like how much can you fit in your in your asshole <laughs> or like 
Like, <laughs> what, you know, like, how how do we know anything about the digestive system? Mm. You know, like, filling up corpses with food or, like, um, you know, exactly what would happen if you were eaten by a whale, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So it's great stuff. I loved it. I would highly recommend it. Um, I think I think it's one of the best books I've read this year. And then I also read um, Green Island by Shanna Young Ryan. And then I also read, I don't know if I talked about it last time, but I read The Ghost Bride by Young Si Chu, which I did not like. Mm-hmm. I... It's, it was really super dumb. It was this book about someone who goes into the afterlife because um, she was supposed to be like a ghost bride and she goes into a coma and then she goes and she falls in love with like like this ghost this ghost monster basically. Mm-hmm. It's really dumb. I didn't get it at all. <laughs> um, like I was not a big fan of it. I mean, I liked it. It took place in um, Malacca, which is near Singapore. Mm-hmm. And I liked that because I've been to Singapore, and so I can kind of recognize some of the history and stuff, but I did not like it as much as I have other books that I've read about Singapore. Hmm. So what are you reading, Wendy? Currently, right now, the audiobook that I'm on is called Buns (laughs) by um, Alice Clayton. She's one of the few contemporary romance writers that I actually like. Um, I really liked, uh, and also the the names of this series is just fucking hilarious. the The first one is called Nuts, <laughs> and there's like a shirtless guy holding nuts. And then the second one is called Cream of the Crop, and it's a guy <laughs> pouring milk, shirtless guy pouring milk. And then <laughs> the third one that just came out, Buns is um like you know like rolls but (laughs) his butt is like taking up most of the front cover that's great but she's really funny classy um she's one of the few that i recommend um also um i've been doing a lot of rereads and reading a lot of alona andrews recently um, just finished Bird for Me, which is the first of the Hidden Leg- Legacy s- series. And I'm so excited to read the second. It just came out. It's on my it's on my um, to-read queue in my audiobook thing. Um, and then also I reread Lord of Scoundrels by Loretta Chase, which is an older book, but like a like a romance classic, like I mean, it's not old. It's probably like 90s, which kind of is old in romance world. But um, it's just, oh, God, it's so fantastic. If you love if you love Mr. Thornton from North and South, you would love this book. If you love, like, um, forthright females who make irreverent comments all the time, you would love this book. Um, he's, like, one of those um, growly crunchy outside gooey inside types of characters and it's so fantastic i love it um and then because alana makes me feel bad for only reading romances (laughs) i did read a book that wasn't a romance it was called till we have faces by c.s lewis and i hated it (laughs) so So it was a bad plan it was a bad plan it it was just awful and if you want to hear me rant about it, you can go to my my blog. But I'll, I'll save you guys the the torment. 
Yeah, yeah. Just not a big fan. Not a big, not All a right. big fan. Also, C.S. Lewis. I've never read C.S. Lewis. I read this one, and now I'm never going to read C.S. Lewis again. <laughs> I guess you. It's nice to know that about yourself, right? Yeah. I like that. I try. That's a good. That's yeah, good yeah. Like you tried it. I mean, they say that there's a lot of things that are good for you from reading a book you don't like. I do that all the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I must be so smart uh, because yeah, I read books so I hate smart. all the time. Like I'm always getting smarter all the time from all the books I read that I don't. Like. <laughs> That's a weird thing that I like to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a weird leisure activity, right? <laughs> yeah. Because also unanimously, I mean, almost completely unanimously, I have hated every single book that I've read for book clubs. So. <laughs> It's, it's well, well, this is for your other book yeah, club, right? Yeah, I don't right? mean like, this book club. This book club is like <laughs> a step above all my other IRL book clubs. But yeah, I've pretty much hated all of them except for this yeah, book club. Yeah, yeah. But there have been some bad ones in this book club. But that's yeah, okay. It's hard when when you have other people's taste to think about. So. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of other book clubs, mm-hmm. our next well. Tune in because we're going to have our next book club available August 20th. Um, we're going to have a special guest um, next time. My husband is going to join us, Woo. Matthew Stonebreaker. And so, yeah, so and we, are list, we are going to read, and it's been on our list for quite a while. And it isn't technically available anymore, but, it, but we can get you a PDF if you need to. We are going to read... Tender Wings of Desire <laughs> by Harlan Sanders. And this was like, this became viral on the internet. It came out on Mother's Day. And it is, could be basically described as a Colonel Sanders KFC fan fiction <laughs> that someone released as a book. Um, and then, and then it's not available, but we, but all the internet um, loved it so much that they've made it available through various other forms. Mm-hmm. Um I am, I, I, it is only, so if you, if you have been lurking in this book club for a while, um, you might want to try and see if you can get a copy of it. It's only 96 pages long. I'm just going to read the description of it. When Lady Madeline Parker runs away from the Parker Manor and a loveless betrothal, she finally feels she's in control of her life. But what happens when she realizes she can't control how she feels? When she finds herself swept up in the arms of Harland, a handsome sailor with a mysterious past, Madeline realizes she must choose between a life of order and a man of passion. Can love overcome lies? What would happen if we embrace we what happens in the embrace of destiny on the tender wings of desire? And just so you can get the full experience, there is a picture of Colonel Sanders carrying some random lady. Um, and it's by a Harlan Sanders, which I think is supposed to be a joke about like Colonel Sanders is prote- potential pen name. Um, <laughs> it's it was, an it's autobiography, an odd, really. I hope I, I, it's really it's this documentary. <laughs> um, very, very true to life. Yeah, so we're reading it. It's supposed to be amazingly terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's on Goodreads of all places, which is usually a very uh, friendly audience. It has a 2.74 out of five. <laughs> oh, God. So, <laughs> that is so low. That is so low. I know. 
I know. I'm excited. For, for a 96-page book, that is really bad. Yeah. Like, that is amazingly, amazingly bad. So if you um, never read a romance novel, read this one. It's 96 pages. And then you will, it's 96 pages, but and you may regret it, but not... <laughs> And then, but you won't regret the fun you'll have. We could be closer as friends because you will understand the enjo- the the pure enjoyment you get from hating a book that you read. Because I I just <laughs> I kind of love it. It's a weird thing. I love to hate the books I read, and I love to yeah, dissect, yeah. dissect them, take them apart. So you know we could do that. We could be friends. Mysterious person who listens <laughs> to this podcast. The person is still listening to this podcast. <laughs> that is not me or Wendy. People tell me that they listen to it. What? Yeah. No. Like two All or right. three people. Wow. Two. <laughs> I know. Two or three people. And then I kind of go like, are you listening like for the first five minutes? Like. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like now you have to you're like required to tell us exactly how much mm-hmm. of it that you listen to. I just to. don't believe you. Please please yeah. quote me to myself. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I need more, more. So you could prove that you listen to it, I guess, by by reading Tender Wings of Desire with yes. us. If you would like to read it, we have the PDF copy. It took us the reason why we haven't read it sooner, which is ridiculous, because we wanted to read it for like three or four months in this book club, is because we needed to we needed to get a copy of it, mm-hmm. which is so ridiculous. Right? <laughs> yeah. oh, Matt, Matt helped us with this. Matt, Matt may have helped he us was, with this project. He was like, you know, like the Hackers movie. He was like the main character in the Hackers movie with like, you know, like fantastic graphics in the background showing, showing how much he like his fingers like flew on the keys to try to figure out whatever he's doing. Except you already had it on your yeah, Kindle. I right? But I didn't know how to give it to you. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> Still had it. Um, so thank you for listening to Getting Lit. Um, Alana and Wendy's totally excellent Get Literary podcast. Please tune to us next time when we have a special guest, um, my husband, Matthew. And uh, we will be discussing tender wings of desire thank you for listening um and i hope you have a good rest of your day bye the Lana's podcast wendy and alana's podcast get literary get literary woo